Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Are you ready? You want the noise brought on you? Because here it comes. What? The noise brought on you because here it comes. This is my job. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. This is a sacred moment between a boy and his father. Starring Bob Lutz. Have you, you been catch around sports? It's like I'm talking to a guy who just got dropped in from something. How are we supposed to trust uh, your accuracy? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Jeff Lutz. You didn't say anything. You sat there like a bump. I may kill you. Nature versus nurture. Nature always wins. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Strap yourself in and feel the cheese. Hello, everybody. Welcome a Tuesday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio, post-Memorial Day edition. We hope and trust that you all, all had a good Memorial Day weekend. How was yours? Busy. Jeff, Jeff Lutz I'm speaking to, the co-host of this show. He was busy. Except for says. yesterday, absolutely nothing happened. Well, you texted. I could tell it was kind of a begging for an invite over or uh, something. No, uh, my wife encouraged me to see what you guys were doing. I wasn't a begging, but then you uh, basically rebuffed me, and that was that. Well, I should have in hindsight. I just didn't feel it yesterday. I didn't want to really go out. I should have invited you over to watch the game or whatever. Uh, But I don't know if you watched the game last night. So I felt bad. Uh, It was a a reach out. It was a, a rather desperate attempt. I was feeling a little bit left out, and then tried you, and yeah, that, that went nowhere. Where were you feeling left out? Well, um, my family went to Colorado, my wife and my daughter, right. and I'm not part of that. Uh, my sister went to Chicago. Well, not that I would have been a part of that, but just, you know, people taking vacation. Uh, my stepdad's side of the family had a cookout yesterday, and I was not invited to that. Uh, so I was just feeling a little bit sorry for myself yesterday. Well, that's uh, you're almost in tears right now. A little bit. Well, that's that's awful. Kind of a, kind of a rough, lonely day for you. I'm very sorry that I didn't uh, reach out. It's all right. But uh, we weren't in. I, I, I hadn't. I, I should have done it. I should have said, uh, "Well, come on over." What would you have done? Probably uh, said, "Nah." Really? Appreciate the offer. Well, then why would I have done that? Well, if you're not going to do it, then I'm not going to say I would have done it. Well, but if I do it, would you have done it? Maybe. No, give me a definitive I don't know. Were you reaching out for an invite? I was just seeing if maybe you wanted to go out to eat. or Why didn't you say that? Because I don't know what's open. I didn't want to deal with, like, figuring it out. I just, uh, just, I don't know. I had some Cholitas gift cards, but it didn't seem like that place was open yesterday. So I kind of just. I don't think Cholitas is open on Mondays regardless. Well, there um, you go. So, yeah, we uh, missed each other this weekend. But here we are. It's fine. Other hey. than that, state track on Saturday. How'd that go? Man, it was pretty fun, How'd actually. How'd you handle the hustle and bustle of that? Uh, it was no problem. It was it was very easy, in fact. I was surprised. Uh, TJ, uh, our, one of our sports anchors, got a lot of the stuff for me. So he was able to send back quotes, but I went and got a couple of people as well and wrote some stories. And I feel bad because for two reasons. One, Chesney Peterson, we wrote on her and we wrote on her a bunch, but I speculated and believed that uh, she was named after Kenny Chesney. And 
I thought that could have made an interesting story. And then Bryce Cohoon won the 200. Over and after Bill Cohoon. Maybe, maybe. And then uh, he beat the guy from Highland Park who won the 100. So I would would have liked to write about those two guys, and it just uh, we didn't stay long enough. Where is the uh, young woman from? Stanton County. Oh, yeah, she's the star. Yeah. Yeah, we need a bigger story on her. Would have been nice, but she raced later, and I don't know. How many championships did she win? Three. Well, let's get her on the radio show. I'll see what I can do. I mean, why wasn't that the follow-up? Well, the follow-up was let me do my job today first. Well, what's more important? The Kenny Chesney thing, if it was true, it would have been kind of interesting. Well, let's get her on and talk to her about it. Maybe. Johnson County, of course, Stanton. Way out by the Colorado Stanton border. County, Johnson. Yeah, Johnson, Stanton County. Of course, you didn't know where Johnson was. It's over there. You probably thought it was in, in, right down the road. By the border. What part of the state? West. We, duh. Northwest. No, southwest. Ah. <laughs> Again, you got a 50-50 coin flip and you miss it. Well, I guess. It could have been southeast. No, not if it's by the Colorado border. I didn't hear you say that. Which we've already uh, distinguished. I just heard border. Uh, so today, early this morning, mid-morning, I can't even, I don't know the time. I just saw the release. Lauren Hibbs out as Wichita State's baseball coach. He was there on an interim basis. And uh, I was not all that surprised. Had it been my choice, I probably would have given him another year. Although I, I don't think it's a slam dunk. And uh, I understand the reasoning, yet some are up in arms. Oh, how could you fire the AAC Coach of the Year? And, and when you say it like that, of course it sounds crazy. They improved from 21 and 36 to 30 and 25. Their RPI at the end of the year was 107. Uh, they did not uh, do well at the end of the season, losing eight of their final 11 games. Uh, this is a decision that Kevin Saul has made, and he is here to shake things up and attempt to get Wichita State's athletic programs in a place where they can compete for conference championships and get to uh, regionals, uh, Sweet 16s, and for baseball, they want to get back to the College World Series. Well, one step at a time, because they haven't even been to a regional in 10 years. Understood. But I don't have a – it's not like I would write a scathing column about, oh, how could they do this? I would point out the reasons they did it with the caveat that I probably would have given Lauren Hibbs another year just in the interest of being fair-minded. Well, that's damning asked, with faint praise right there. You asked Lauren Hibbs to take over a terrible situation, right, uh, in January. Your previous head coach did not meet the requirements of the job. You had to dismiss him. Here's a, a, a veteran head coach uh, at your school as assistant athletic director, director of baseball operations. You rightly go to him and say, we need you to, to, to take on this ship. Uh, we're taking water. We need, to, we need to smooth things over. Lauren Hibbs does that. They had a decent year. He was the AAC coach of the year. Uh, very good players, five all-conference players. Uh, as stated, I, making the decision, would have given him another year, but I understand why they didn't. That's really not much of a statement, is it? Well, if you... I'm kind of straddling the fence. Well, you, you've, you've solved your own problem. Uh, you wouldn't give him another year, I don't think, because if you're just giving somebody another year, then you're on a year-to-year -year basis, and that's not what uh, Kevin Saul wants his programs, his coaches to be. He wants the long-term answers at uh, men's basketball, women's basketball, and now baseball. So he feels like he can go get the long-term answer for those three programs. Now he's going to try to do it for baseball. Giving a guy one extra year, and we'll see. That's that's not yeah, what but, you do. But, but you know what? At at the end of the day, at the end of the day, doing things like that, I get it. Again, I understand that. I do. But at the end of the day, here's poor Lauren Hibbs, who 
takes over this program, uh, something he had no expectations of doing, uh, does it, uh, shows that his experience was extremely valuable in getting this team put together, getting it on the field, getting them to play pretty well in the absence of Eric Wedge. Uh, he's just minding his business as director of baseball operations and assistant athletic director. And now at the end of the day, I don't know if he was offered anything. Maybe he was. But to just discard him seems a little harsh to me. Well, you got to be the, – the thing I had the problem with, while it, it, it's obvious that uh, Lauren Hibbs will not be included in this national search, it wasn't explicitly said. If you're going to make a move, you need to tell us – exactly what that move is. Lauren Hibbs will not be retained. It didn't say anything like that. So I had a, I had a little bit of a problem with that. You have to tell us. You have to let us know exactly what you're doing because it can be interpreted that Lauren Hibbs will be a part of that. I didn't interpret if, it like If you that. want to. Uh, I put it out on Twitter, a, a poll, not that they're anything to really sink your teeth into, but it is a poll. Uh, did Kevin Saul make the right move in relieving Lauren Hibbs of his duties as Shocker baseball coach? So far, with 65 votes in, a small majority says yes. This is the right thing. Uh, those people would look at the record and say, are we satisfied with being 107 in the RPI? Are we satisfied with 30 and 25? Are we satisfied with meager crowds at X Stadium, or do we want to try to uh, propel us into something better, more substantial? Uh, and I get that well, side that's, of it, too. That's an also, I think, a kind of unfair argument because they did improve by nine wins. And any improvement, especially that level of improvement, should be looked upon pretty favorably. So I, I agree. I, yeah, if you're not aiming for 30 and 25, then why not try for 39 and 16 next year? If you're going to keep well, but I, that's what I said. I know you want it on. You want both sides. Well, I, I I find flaws in both arguments is only is the only problem. Well, so when you find flaws in both arguments, and ultimately you got to make the decision, right? Yes. And there are flaws in both ways of looking at it. To me, this is one of the most difficult decisions that's ever been made regarding a coach at Wichita State. Um, I can see it both ways. But the humanity in me sides with Lauren Hibbs. The the simple well, that's I because mean, if, you know him, you like him. He's well, an he's an that, alum. Part of that is right. But if you're sitting in his chair today and you're surrounded by your family and you're thinking, "Wow, okay, look what I did this year. I was AAC Coach of the Year. I steadied a sinking ship. Uh, we made an improvement, a pretty substantial improvement." from 21 wins to 30 wins. Um, yeah, we, we didn't end the season like we wanted to, uh, but we were headed in the right direction. I've got some pretty good players. i got a nice recruiting class coming in, especially on the pitching side. Oh, I'm not feeling good, very good about this. What just happened? Well, another... Right? Isn't that... Yeah, and, and another way that it's unfair, potentially, to Lauren Hibbs is... I guess it's somewhat possible if we just played this thing through uh, as as it would have been that Eric Wedge, under normal circumstances, would have kept his job. So Lauren Hibbs taking the job is what got him fired. Like, he could still be director of baseball operations, but Eric Wedge got fired, forcing Lauren Hibbs into that chair, and now he gets fired, which isn't really that fair. And you can't really ask him to take on baseball operations again. No, uh, that won't work. That so he's out of all the jobs by through literally no fault of his own, right? Which isn't fair, but I guess life isn't fair sometimes. Life is not fair. Uh, he got this opportunity. Uh, what would have been hitting it out of the park, getting to the NCAA tournament certainly would have been. I don't think there's any way that they relieve him of his duties had he done that. Uh, they lost. They were two and Q. I haven't used that term in a while. It's an old one. 
Well, that's, I like it. Oldie and a goodie. Two and Q in the uh, AAC tournament. We say two and out now. Two and no, Q. No, we say two and Q. That's what I say. Do you really think they went to a barbecue afterward? And it harkens back to a day. What day? The day when I said when two your and teams Q. went two and Q and you I were never had a two sitting and Q on your team. butt on the bus home. I never had a two and Q team. Well, then what day does it? All my teams were four and Q or five and Q, sometimes seven and Q. So you always Q, but you sometimes no. Sometimes we queued right to the champions circle. Why would you Q after? That's after what you a win. do. You go get some Q. See Q after a win or anyway. Line. Get back to Lauren Hill. Oh my bad. Uh. I do send out my best to him and to Mike Pelfrey and Mike Sirianni, all the folks who today uh, lost their jobs and are probably reeling from it because, again, this wasn't a done deal. This was not a slam dunk. This is one that people who see it blatantly one side or the other, I got no, I got no time for them. The folks who say, oh, how could you fire Lauren Hibbs? It's just awful. I'm done with Shocker Base. Bye-bye. And the people who say, oh, man, they should have brought him back, or, or he definitely had to go. Uh, there was no, this is a no-brainer. They got to they gotta go a different way. Bye-bye. I don't, I don't need those folks. Uh, if you can't see the uh, nuance in this. Which there's a lot. Uh, then then I don't have time for you. This is not a slam dunk one way or the other. Uh, it's just not. And in that regard, I have some empathy for Kevin Saul because I'm sure it was a difficult uh, decision. But it's one he made decisively. It's one he didn't leave people hanging. He got through the holiday. Uh, He made this announcement uh, on Tuesday morning. Uh, One thing you can say about what we seem to have learned about Kevin Saul so far is that he's decisive and punctual. He doesn't put things off. So I would expect a new baseball coach uh, to be hired within a week, if hmm. not sooner. Maybe. It, the Paul well, Mills look, you thing can't took wait a little while. Nowadays I understand. The transfer portal is already out of control. Well, especially with Wichita. There are shockers leaving right and left. And the, some of those players, I'm sure, Kevin Saul does not want to lose. And the quicker he can bring in a coach, to try to get that soothed over, the better, right? You don't want to lose your catcher. Uh, you don't want to lose people like Chuck that. Ingram, or and I and I read on Twitter insinuations that there's more to this story than meets the eye. Unless you're willing to tell what that is, I don't want to hear that either. Uh, so you know, don't tell me, oh, if you knew the whole story. No, I don't want that. If you're going to tell me the whole story and go on the record doing it, then we'll have a discussion. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't see that speculation, but I hear you. Sometimes the stuff is just Well, listen, if it's public, it's public. Uh, Jace Miner, one of the Shockers' top freshman pitchers, right? Okay. Very good pitcher this year. Showed great promise. He hit the transfer portal before this news came down. In, uh, in a exchange with Taylor Eldridge on Twitter, his father indicated there's more to the story. And it, if, you knew the, if you knew the rest of the story, uh, there would be some enlightenment. But he never said what the rest of the story is. So my point to Mr. Miner would be, let's, let's hear the rest of the story yeah. or don't mention it at all. I'm with you. And who knows? Right. It's not even worth speculating on. I'm not a big there's more to the story guy unless you're going to tell me what the, what the more is. I, I'm I'm with you. I hear you. I got you. Do you think uh, we know the name of the first call Kevin Saul will make? Oh, I don't know a lot of the names he's going to call, but uh, we know some. Not very many. I'm not. I don't follow college baseball very. Taylor closely. Eldridge put out three. Yeah, and I I don't think any of those three will be the answer. Well, if they got the uh, Oral Roberts guy, that would that could be nice. I don't think they're going to go get the Oral Roberts baseball coach after get, getting the Oral Roberts basketball coach. What difference does that make? That's well, just my thought. Can I have a thought? Well, if you're if you're already limiting yourself, then why make a hike? Can I have a thought? You can't just eliminate somebody. I'm not, I'm not eliminating anybody. I'm saying me. 
Well, that's a that's bad business. Go get the Campbell coach. I don't know. Does the Campbell coach? What kind of prestige does Wichita State have among the college baseball community? Well, I don't. Is this I don't. The job people want. With I would guess so. If you look at the facilities, you look at the history, uh, you look at uh, you know they're they're in a decent baseball conference. Even with the losses of Houston, Cincinnati, and Central Florida, you're bringing in Rice, uh, which is a very good program. Uh, so we'll see. Charlotte is pretty good. They're okay. I think they made the NCAA tournament. Florida Atlantic has one of the top players in the country. Uh, I've, I've read the Cardinals may draft him. So, Well, then let's hope. By the way, I'll get to the Cardinals at, at the top of our number two. I've uh, never been more disgusted by a team in my short life. I'm not sure I've ever seen a team have two days off in a row. What's up with that? Don't know. Don't care. All right. Don't care. Well, not not, not something can't. I'm, I'm in, at, at all well, interested in. We can't in. talk about the Cardinals right now. We're saving that for the top of the not hour. In, not interested in having two days off in a row. That doesn't, that, that doesn't move Isn't the Isn't that needle. weird? Not, not at all. I don't care. I think it's How weird. How do you like that? You care a little. I don't care. They could have 40 days off, and I wouldn't care. Yes, you would. They could fold the franchise. Well, I'll call Bill DeWitt. Yesterday is one of the most embarrassing days as a Cardinal fan of my life. (laughs) Absolutely embarrassing. Well, those happen. Your team might stink. No, but they don't embarrass me. Don't ever embarrass me. That's all I ask. Sometimes you play. No energy. We got this clown, Mike Myers, out there who has an ERA. Uh, we had him as a pitcher. I mean, you, he started his windup and you covered your eyes because you knew what was going to happen. And he's out there pitching six perfect innings against us. Do the Royals have an opener? Yeah, Josh right. Stamont. Then they brought of- Myers in to pitch six innings. We got two hits. Uh, we got shut out. We gave up 16. We made the Royals look like like they're just a, a fabulous team. Well, the A's beat the Braves yesterday, so things can happen. Well, but not like this. Not like this. I don't, don't ever embarrass me. You understand? I mean, Mama said there will be days like this. Yeah, but you don't do that to me. You don't just kick me when I'm down. I guess. We'll take a break. Uh, this is the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. We have uh, some tickets to give away. Uh, to see Craig Ferguson, his Fancy Rascal Tour, coming to the Orpheum Theater Tuesday, August 22nd. Caller number two gets those tickets, a pair of them. Give Max Power a call at 869-1240. The IHOP Hotline will be back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Max says we're going to get funky with the music this week. Good start. 
play that funky music from Wild Cherry. All right. What do you think of that? Mm, I'm underwhelmed. Don't say that to Max. Max works really hard on this music. He does, but just give me something for a contemporary audience occasionally. Just tease me with it one time. Wow, you sound like a whiny. Well, I am a little whiny on this. That's a horrible sound. I really hadn't heard that out of your mouth in a while. That, oh, what? Well, I'm angry. Oh, give me some. If you want to hear some good contemporary music, come to uh, Riverfront Stadium on Friday, where I'll be spinning the tune. Nobody comes for the music. Really? Do they? I don't know. Well, I mean, really, do you go to the mu- uh, the games thinking, I can't wait to hear what Jeff's going to play? I would hope so. Or do so. you go to the game thinking... Man, I can't wait to get in my seat and get some hot hot dog. I think in year one I had a few people. I had a few fans. But then they took it away from me. It is what it is. Can't wait to get a hot dog and a nice cold bottle of beer or whatever they serve them in. And uh, walk around the stadium, check the skyline, take a look at the game once in a while. Yeah, maybe. Um, See a, a home run hit. That's why I go to a game. Although I'm done with baseball. Well, you should be. Yeah, I am. It's it's horrible to watch your team flounder. We played an excruciatingly dull series against your Guardians. The Guardians, they had good crowds there. And by the end of the night, they were they looked like they were in a, a, a walk. A, what's that show? The what? Walking Dead. Really? Why? I mean, there's nothing to it. It's just. You go in there full of life, and by the eighth inning, if you're watching a Guardians game, you you you, you lose your teeth, and you need a haircut. Those weren't bad. It's an games. awful experience. Those weren't bad games. They were all well pitched games and some timely offense. Nothing happened. It, I watched all three you, of them. You weren't impressed by no. Tanner Bybee? My my eyes glazed over. Tanner Bybee looked good. Guardians are going to have a playoff level rotation. Will they ever figure out the offense? That's the that's the. Well, question. they will if if teams pitch to Jose Ramirez when they should. He's shouldn't. not been that good, but I hear. But yeah, that was a terrible pitch. Well, he get, right down the middle. You got Josh Bell who couldn't hit anything, and and you're going to pitch to Ramirez. Uh, it it's just it defies logic to me, and I'm becoming cantankerous. Have you noticed? I'm becoming. starting to lash out on Twitter. Uh, the beat writers get on my nerves. I don't want to attack Derek Gould. He does a fantastic job, but uh, but even the ri- even the writers are getting on my nerves. Well, they're not paid to go crazy about a loss. They're paid to be balanced. Yeah, but don't give me the uh, uh, the managerial side of things. You know, like what? Like they sound like they're the front office people. I don't want to hear that. I'm tired of John Mosellac. I think they need a change. I think the Cardinals need to revamp their organization. I really do. I honestly believe that. Really? Yes. This is a team that never makes drastic moves like that. But they need to. Uh, they got uh, they got boring ownership. They got a boring director of baseball operations. Uh, pretty much everything about the Cardinals is boring, and that's that's a shame. But we make the gar uh, the Guardians make us look like. Uh, you know, a, a, what's the opposite of boring? Well, I think we have a better record than you. I don't care what you have. You're you're not a good team. Played well yesterday. Yeah, f- five nothing over the Orioles. Pretty. It was a good, well played game. Well pitched game. Logan Allen, another rookie who's doing things. Yeah, now you. I see you're starting to feel it again. No, not necessarily. I'm encouraged by the young pitching, and I'm excited about it. Young pitchers have a way of doing well early until the hitters get a book. And we'll see how the young pitchers continue to do. Most of them flame out. You know that. They've, none of them have flamed out at any level. They've all been good at every level, so I'm encouraged. Good luck with it. And I'm, I'm angry at the world when it comes to baseball right now. I'm just I'm not happy. Well, you got the Royals again tonight. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch. I'll be out at League 42. You shouldn't watch. I won't. I won't watch. You can't that watch game. Rex Hudler. No, he's terrible. The Royals are a joke. Sorry, Royals fans. I didn't mean necessarily for that to come out because all you have to say is, "Oh, we're a joke, huh? Seven nothing," and I get it, and I get it. But you got Rex Hudler in your booth. 
and you got Joel Goldberg in your uh, in your booth, and you can't be serious about things until those guys are gone. I guess. What's uh, wrong with me today? I don't know. Just <laughs> take it. Does this make you uncomfortable when I'm no, like this? Just, no, I'm not uncomfortable. It makes people uncomfortable. Why? Royals fans right now probably want a piece of me. Well, like, why is this old man talking bad about the Royals? We just beat them. And they beat us like we haven't been beaten. It was a joke. They got 16 hits. They're not a bad offense. They're not a good offense. I'd trade their offense for ours any day well, of the week. I'd get nine guys from my block, and we'd have a better offense than Cleveland. Hey, two or three. How about that? I got a guy down here three houses down, hits left-handed, slaps the ball the other way, good hitter. Oh, that's what I used to do. Yeah, he, he doesn't remind me of you at all. That's too bad. Uh, any other thoughts on the Shockers and their baseball move today? Mm, not really. It's uh, it's just I wonder what will happen with the guys in the transfer portal, if if they are even remain interested in Wichita State, if the coach who comes into Wichita State will attempt to keep them. Uh, either way, we got uh, a lot of entities, the staff, the team, the players, the athletic director who are uh, in for a long haul. This is not going to be a quick fix. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this all comes together. Uh, let's get to Jim. Jim 35's waiting. Jim? Yes, good afternoon. I'm worried Hello, about Jim. the Bob. But I'm not worried about you as much as the Boston Celtics fans. I would... Well, Boston laid an egg last night, and that, that didn't help my mood because I was probably for Boston. Uh, but they didn't. They didn't show up to play. And once, once Jason Tatum tweaked his ankle on the very first offensive set of the game, uh, you kind of had a feeling that that game was history. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I would advise your friends and relatives and managers and so forth to keep all ten gauge double barrel shotguns away from you because in one year. You have given up on the Raiders, and you're about ready to give up on the Cardinals. Yeah, that's so a good point, Jim, now that you put it like that. Somebody? I'm not a double-barrel shotgun guy, but, yeah, I, I understand your larger point there. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't realize you were that much of a Celtics fan. But I mean, tell you, those Celtics fans that are going, I know some Celtics fans, and I've called them. They're ready. They're looking. They're out buying, buying a shotgun. <laughs> Maybe. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> I hope uh, they don't Not use Not a good it. night for the Celtics. And I would not classify myself as a Celtics fan. Uh, there was a time when I was a big Celtics fan, and you know when that time was. Larry. Larry Bird played there. And I lived and died with them. And I, I had loved the Celtics and everything about them. I couldn't get enough. Uh, and it was sort of not, it was not close to that in the uh, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen days. But I liked the Celtics then. Now, I'd, interestingly, I didn't like the Celtics when I was a young kid, and they had the dominant teams, Bill Russell, Casey Jones, Sam Jones, uh, John Havlicek came in on the tail end of that. I didn't care for the Celtics then. You're a Knicks guy. More of a Knicks later. guy. More of a Knicks guy. You probably didn't watch a whole lot of NBA basketball in your early youth, wasn't as accessible. I probably, well, it was accessible on Sunday afternoon, and they always had a Celtics game on, uh, nationally telecast, because the Celtics were, of course, uh, in the midst of their dynasty. Celtics were the only team that couldn't, uh, that could get out of their maintenance jobs on Sunday, so. No, none of them had maintenance jobs. (laughs) All of them were professional athletes. Okay. Uh, Some of the greatest players to ever play were in that era, uh-huh. and you don't believe that. I'm just messing. Well, which, is, which is awful. That was a funny line. You know, Wilt Chamberlain could have played any time. Probably. Bill Russell could have played any time. John Havlicek, uh, Jerry West, all those guys could have played at any time. In fact, they would thrive in today's game because what it's has it evolved or devolved into a layup slash three-point game? That's all it is. Right. 
Uh, it's and, not that interesting. And that's why when you why talk do about NBA teams need 15 coaches? <laughs> I don't know. I want to ask a basketball guy that question. Because really, at the end of the day, there's no there's nothing complicated about the NBA. Right? It's pick and roll, uh, movement, uh, bounce the ball into the post and get a return pass for a three-pointer, get out on the break. Why does it take 15 coaches per team? They got a whole bench of coaches, and then behind them they got another whole bench. I don't know. I don't know what to uh, explain it to me. Well, I don't know. Look up a uh, coaching staff and see what their roles are and see what their descriptions are. And then maybe you can figure that out. I'm going to offend a basketball guy with that question uh, sometime very soon. Should I ask Joe Auer? Joe has two assistants, right? Maybe three. Yeah. Uh, what could these. I'm serious. Well, they the are NBA... high school coaches. Yeah, but th- there's. There's at least 10 coaches on an NBA bench, right? Well, coaches, video coordinators. What are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Here's what I like. I like doing a professional show. Well, sometimes you're not perfect. And for people, if they want to tune in for perfection, we're going to listen to me. We're going to let them down. Not we. You're going to let them down. When have I ever let anyone down that wanted near perfect? Every day. Really? Yeah. You are not near perfect. On this show? No. <laughs> I beg to differ. Well, you can I, beg all you want. I think, I'm, uh, I, think I take the time uh, to do a good job. Right? You do a good job. Yeah. No, no question. Near perfect? That's... Hard, uh, harder to assess. Here is our friend Denise Neal from the Wichita Eagle. Uh, her work can be seen uh, there on Kansas.com. You can follow her Facebook Facebook page, Dining with Denise. Hello, Denise. Well, hello there, old Roots boys. Do I have both of so you today? I, uh, what's that? Do I have both of you Roots boys today? We're both here. We are here. Yay! I recently... I recently saw that your daughter has now graduated from high school. Uh, I already Awful. feel old. I felt old when she was born. I certainly feel uh, that much older now. Well, you should, Bob, but the problem now is that I feel old. Well, when you have a kid going off to college, that's part of the equation, I think. You're going to feel a does little that old. Make, does that make you sad when your son went to college and moved out? <laughs> that hasn't uh, happened well, yet. Well, let me explain this to you. He okay. went to college, and it lasted 12 years, and he moved oh, out at the age of 36. Yeah. So I uh, didn't get to enjoy either of those things, Got really. It. Sorry Got about it. that. Okay. It was nine and a half years, by the way, but that's okay. It's a story for another time. Yeah. Well, I my daughter's leaving for KU in August, and I don't think I'm going to be okay. Well, it'll it'll be an adjustment, no question about it. But I, you will be okay, and she'll I won't. she'll be okay, which will make you okay. Be okay, but I won't. But anyway, yeah. Thank well, you for noticing. It's so, very sad, but I'm happy. I'm proud of her. She won all the big awards at graduation, and she gave a speech at graduation. So I was super proud. But man, that's hard. Uh, no question. No question. Jeff, what uh, question well, do you have? Let's talk chicken. I don't know. Um, okay. I see you're going. Okay, let's talk chicken. Why not? There's a new okay, chicken not? Not? chain. There's a new chicken chain in Wichita. It is Sticky Bird. Will this uh, Bird. be a restaurant that uh, rises above the other many chicken places that we have? Well, the owners anticipate that very question. Um, they are the guys that started Five Guys in town and still own our three Five Guys franchises. Um, and then th- they are actually the first franchisees of this place, which is based in Utah. Um, but they said, yeah, it sounds a little bit different. You know, it's got these chicken tenders, grills, or fried. You can get with different sauces. Um, you can put them in a sandwich. You can put them in a taco. You can put them in a salad. Um, and they have some interesting sides like fried 
mushrooms and uh, buffalo cauliflower. I don't know. I mean, it is a chicken restaurant, but it sounds a little bit different. But listen, the cool thing is if you have nothing to do tomorrow between 1 and 2, you can go out to Tyler and Kellogg and watch the crane drop the restaurant onto the site. It's like one of those pre-bab modular things, and they're just going to drop it and get it open in a month. I was just at that intersection today for lunch and saw mm-hmm. the place where this will, will happen. So yeah, uh, that's kind of cool. And you go in the side photo pocket? that, uh, yeah, I was at side pocket. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. the photo, what? And the, the photo that accompanies your story on this chicken chain, uh, mm-hmm. looks really good. Was that a it provided does, photo or did you, t- no, I mean, they're not open yet, and I didn't have time to drive to Utah, so they just gave me that photo. Yeah. That's it, nice. is, um, it better look that good when I order there. That's what I'm saying. Seriously. Um, I don't know if you're looking at the picture, but there, I didn't get this mentioned in the story, but there's three little balls on the plate in the upper left-hand corner, and they're little like donuts with cinnamon and sugar, and they, they give them to you with all your meals. That's what I want. <laughs> That's enticing. Uh, let My me ask you about. For... No, probably not. Uh, and I, and our listeners will want to know. Denise, of course, recently uh, about with some cancer, and she's on the men. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Better. Uh, I'm better. I think I sound a little bit better. I know you can still tell, but I think I'm getting better. Um, it's still. I have all my taste buds back, but everything hurts to eat if it has any spice whatsoever. So that's a very big bummer. Well, it'll continue to get better. We trust. And I hope, hope so. so, Bob. Yep. So let me ask you about, you recently wrote about one of the three vacant town and country buildings. There's three of yeah. them, as you said. Uh, yeah. One very close to where I live, one the old town and country on Kellogg, one the, at K42 and Mays Road, which has a new tenant. Tell us about the new tenant, and then is there anything in the pipeline for the other two buildings? This new tenant sounds right up your alley, Bob. It's like a no-frills American restaurant. You know what I mean? Burgers, hot dogs, just like specials, like, you know, Mexican night, lasagna night. This lady just wants to provide, like, a basic bar and grill for that neighborhood. Uh, So, yeah, it's called, um, what's she calling it? Pit Stop barn grill and it's at that old town and country classic building there at k42 amaze rose and i can't remember when she oh she's gonna have it ready in a month or so um so yeah that'll be nice for the people who live out there um as for the other two it's hard to say i mean that the downtown one has been sitting empty for a couple years now i think maybe and i haven't seen any movement there uh there's all kinds of signs up on the one uh, at 21st and Amadon. Um, that whole strip center is now vacant. So hopefully that guy can get, you know, Taco Grande moved out, the Whole Foods or the health food store moved out. So that whole strip center is vacant. So hopefully they'll be able to find somebody to take that one over. But, yeah, at least one of them's getting a new tenant. Sweet. So I have a question. That uh, yeah. doesn't necessarily relate to, like, fine dining or anything. But I was over uh, covering state track at Wichita State, and I hopped over to the little Brayburn, whatever that area mm-hmm. is, and ate at uh, Wheatley's that's inside mm-hmm. the little bigger bar yeah. that has, like, a pizza place. And I thought that place mm-hmm. was really good, and you have fuzzies over there, and they're getting a Jersey yeah. Mike's. I know they have uh, some other places. Is that... Do you think the long-term future of that little area is is pretty rock solid? Is that good location? I don't know. I mean, places have moved in and out of there, but it is a very nice area. Uh, the Braeburn Square has Social Tap, has Fuzzies, it has a Sesame Mediterranean Grill, which is a, a offshoot of one that opened out west a couple of years ago, and they're about to get a Korean corn dog place which I don't know if you guys have wow. seen my pictures of Korean corn dogs, but they're crazy. I want to try one. They're like, they're um, fried in a different kind of batter, like rice flour batter, and they have all kinds of crazy toppings on them. And that place is opening there soon too, but I think next month. Um, but, you know, it's 
close to a lot of college students, so I assume they use it. I think Social Tap is pretty popular. My husband's band has now played there twice, so we kind of like that place. Um, but yeah, I think it's pretty good. It's got a Starbucks. Can't go wrong when you're next door to a Starbucks, right? It's true. Yeah. Denise Neal with us. We're talking uh, food and restaurants. Uh, you've also written recently about a place that's coming soon called Stone Foe, right? Pho. Well, you actually pronounce that pho. Stone Pho. Stone Pho. Uh, would I yeah. like it? And why does this place sound intriguing to me when I really don't even know how to pronounce it? Well, Bob, I'll tell you why. Well, first of all, Stone Pho is going to be over there at Pawnee and Seneca, where kind of across from the Schlotzkys uh, that's been out there forever and by the Winchell's Donuts, you know what I'm talking about? Kind of by Westway mm. Plaza. Um, there's yeah. a building there. Uh, yeah, it's taking over. They used to have a, a Mexican place in it. But, um, Bob, you and Jeff tried – well, no, you didn't. I remember the time I took you to try Vietnamese food. I thought I had we tried pho. I'm else. pretty sure we did. Did you? I thought we no, did. No, I think you had. Yeah. Didn't you have the you had the noodle dish? Did you? You didn't have soup, did you? I thought we pho did. Is soup. I thought we did. Pho is soup. We have okay, banh mi. I'm almost sure we you did. You had banh mi. You had sandwich. I know you had bun boon, which is a noodle dish, but pho is Vietnamese beef noodle soup, which is really. I good. remember I had him go over to McDonald's and get me a cheeseburger. Oh yes. Anyway. Um, this place, it serves thought in a trendy way happening in the big cities where they bring it to your table in a bowl, a stone bowl that has boiling broth in it, and then you drop the toppings in yourself, the noodles and the beef and the uh, bean sprouts and the cilantro and all the toppings. You put it in yourself, and it keeps it really hot. So it's just a kind of a trendy way to eat it, different than the other places, so I think this guy's just trying a, a trend. But what I like about it is the name. Did you see the name of the place? It's not called Stone Pho. It's called Ooh La La. It's even better. All right. I might I might ah. give it a shot. It's not open yet, so don't go yet. I think he needs another month or Jeff, so to get open. Hey, Denise, you'll like this. I just pointed to yeah. Jeff as in your time for another question. I don't know that I have another and question, And he shook his Denise. head. He doesn't have another question. I don't know that We're I... fortunate to get you on uh, when yeah. we do. And Seriously. it's almost uh, unbelievable to me that Jeff wouldn't have All another right, I, question. I have a question, Denise. Thank you guys uh, for preparing my... for this moment. I really appreciate it. Hey, I did. I don't have another question. Mm. I'm prepared. So my stepdad is moving back here to Wichita. He grew up here. Uh, what restaurants should I most recommend that he try? And uh, money is no object. Wow. Well, Jeff, I don't know. That depends on what the man likes. He'll eat you know anything. Well, that is a very broad question. That's like, I don't like yeah. it when people come up to me and say, what's your favorite restaurant? No. Which is, I'm like, what? I don't have a favorite restaurant. That's a very good question. I know it's question. not a very good I know it's not a very good question, Denise, but I, I, it's a terrible question. When I was put on the spot, I couldn't think of yeah, a better okay. way to ask it. Will you guys listen to me? Obviously, you did not prepare yeah. for this. You did not look very deep into my blog because <laughs> if you did, there's about 20 things that would have been of very high interest to you guys, including the fact that the artichoke is getting an east side location. Okay. You would have been. Oh, yeah. Let's that. talk about that. Who okay, is the artichoke? The artichoke. You would have been interested in the fact that the bomber burger is having all this drama. You would have been interested in the fact that there's a really cool new hamburger ice cream place in Douglas. But did you go past the first four posts? No, you didn't. Well, those aren't as timely, though, right? Well, no, but they're of interest, and we haven't talked about them. Well, I I, I actually did go past your first few posts. All um, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The popular don't Wichita like Irish bar. This was posted yeah. a week ago, uh, adding yeah, an east side location. Isn't it? Okay, yeah. Denise, here's the question that I think everyone wants to know uh, truly. What is the future of tarts at Homegrown? Oh, my God, Jeff. Come on. What do you think they'll be called? Everybody loves that story. Okay. 
Well, I don't know yet, but I think they're going to be called homegrown charts or HG charts. That's awful. Okay, sorry. I'll see if they can work on it. All right, thank you. I love artichoke. I go there for lunch often. Uh, they're yeah, they're going in that to... terracotta tower over there at 29th Yeah, which is a strange Rock. place. Which is a well, strange place Wendy's to go. There used to be a Wendy's down there. There used to be a Wendy's I, on the I know what floor. it used to be. You, okay. don't need to, you don't need to hold my hand through this. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, um, I think you do. What, I what, did you not look at that place back in the day when you were thinking to open a Bob Luke's Bar and Grill? You know, there was a day when I was considering that. And uh, League 42 won out. So that's probably yeah. good for the community that I went that direction yeah. instead of a four millionth bar and grill in town, right? I I couldn't agree more, although I do think that the Bob Lutz Bar and Grill could have been very popular. You know? Yeah, popular perhaps, but uh, probably would have led to my uh, death by liver disease. Well, Not to yeah, be morbid. I, no, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. Well, anyway, the artichoke uh, will be there sometime. They plan in in September, and yeah. uh, it it feels like the artichoke is specially produced for eight eleven North Broadway. Uh, yeah, I'll be curious to see how it does with this expansion. Yeah, I mean they're just trying to provide kind of a lunch option for the people in, over in that area. Um, they don't want it to be a carbon copy, you know, but just a little expansion. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. I think All right. Denise, is so good, it'll work. It's uh, always a pleasure. Jeff will do his homework more next time. Well, I was told you were on the show three minutes before you came on, so there is that. Well, okay, that makes a lot more sense. But listen, I was just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> you know what you guys we love do you. is just say, Hey, Denise, what's new? And I'll just get the train going, okay? That works. That'll work. That'll be our uh, okay. modus operandi right. from here on out. All right. Thank okay. you. All right. We'll talk to you guys De- soon. See you. Yeah. Denise Neal from the Wichita Eagle as we talk food and restaurants, which we've been doing on this show uh, since our inception. And we hope to continue doing it for a little while longer. We'll be back with a, a second hour after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.